Want to know five tips to help you avoid a slump in your sales this year? Then keep listening. You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. Normally, we spend each month focusing on a specific marketing method like email or SEO or Facebook ads. And then each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on it for you. But this month we've gone a little bit rogue and we've spent the whole month, all five episodes, exploring the things you need to know to give yourself the best possible holiday season performance this year. We've covered everything from pricing strategies to Google Analytics 4. And we're finishing off with a run through the five key things you should be doing to minimize the impact of recession on your business and to stop your sales from slumping further than they need to. There are five fascinating tips coming up, um, a really eclectic mix with today's guest. And if you listen to last week's episode where we were talking about the marketing actions you need to have, these two episodes fit so well together. So thanks for tuning into this one too. Do make sure you listen right to the end of the episode because at the end of the interview, my guests will be sharing some quick fire insider tips to help you maximize the performance of your business. And then I'll be sharing my take on it all, plus outlining some more free ways even that we can help you improve your business even more. So make sure you stay tuned right to the end. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with e-commerce expert, Cunley Campbell. Cunley's the host of the 2X e-commerce podcast and an outsourced e-commerce CMO for a number of D2C businesses. And for just over a year, he's also been the co-founder of the super exciting investment business, Octillion Capital Partners. Hello, how are you? Hi, Chloe. I'm doing very, very well. How about you? I am all right. Yeah, I'm having a week of recording podcasts, which is uh, exhausting, but is brilliant for the scheduling. <laughs> exactly. Brings me a lot of peace. You're a planner. <laughs> You're a planner. I, um, I, I recorded an episode on Tuesday and that's going on Saturday. So <laughs> oh, see, that would bring me out in a cold sweat these days. I can't, couldn't live like that. Couldn't do it. So much yeah. to do. I am, I'm banking podcast episodes and then getting frustrated that they're not ready to go live within 24 hours, which is just stupid of me, really. Uh, but anyway, thanks for asking. Um, let's talk e-commerce. It's tough right now. E-commerce brands are having challenges. Is that what are you, what kind of challenges are you finding amongst those you're working with at the moment? So it's for a vast majority of um, commerce brands, we are seeing contraction um, and some are severe and others are marginal. Certain categories are um, just define what's going on in the, in the greater economy. 
I'll explain why. So for the brands that um, seem to be not doing well at all, they tend to be hobbyist brands um, where by just discretionary income from consumers um, used to be, you know, thrown at these products or um, these experiences or what have you. And and now um, as wallets being squeezed, consumers are asking, their customers are asking, do, do I really need to sport in this? You know, um, do I really need it? Yes, I know it's summer or I know it's it's spring or I know it's my birthday. You know, can I just not doubt? Can I just downsize? Can I find alternatives to this? Because um, energy bills are high. You know, um, my, my mortgage is going going higher. I'm paying more rent. Um, the you know petrol is, is a lot. There's not much left. So to me, it's just a reflection of the entire economy. And it's it's really... Say the, the the you know um, the cream is is rising to the top in terms of you know brands or products that are you know delivering utility, and that brings you to the other side of um, the scale where where we're actually seeing businesses stabilizing or even increasing the revenue um, from in the food and beverages sector because we would eat nonetheless, right? Um, <laughs> Still got to eat exactly. Yeah. So subscription based um, brands, you know whether they're selling things like coffee, um, cereals, you know, um, even just snacks, right? Um, healthy snacks, because people still care about their health, right? Um, they're, they're still, they still seem to be doing really well. In the skincare and, um, and beauty sector, I'm, or I've seen that the, the brands I have privy, you know, privy to, the, the dashboards, I'm seeing somewhere in the middle. Um, so some of them are not necessarily doing as well as they should, but the impact isn't as bad. So most of their customers are still sticking with their routine. Um, so they've managed to build a bit of a habit. And, you know, so they're not losing their churn, um, if we're going to use SaaS terminology, is, isn't that um, severe. So it really depends on the vertical in in in, in commerce um, that, that you're you're in, but for the vast majority of of products, um, it, it's it's hard. It's it's really really hard now. Which is exactly why we're doing this episode because even when it's hard, there are some really obvious things you can do. Which once you've lived through one of these situations, one of these these you know troughs in the market or whatever you want to call it, this stuff's obvious. But not all our listeners have, which is why we're going to go through um, some of the, the the tips you gave in a brilliant LinkedIn post you put out a few weeks back. And guys, we're going to give you a link to the whole LinkedIn post so you can see all of the 10 tips and also the commentary that went on below the post, which is pretty cool too. But we're going to take you through the five top of those 10 in this episode, because otherwise we might be here the whole day because these are Tips I'm really excited about. Kindly, I know you're excited about too, mm -hmm. to share. So what's your first piece of advice for anyone out there who's finding it a bit tough or who's not yet finding it tough, but wants to make sure they're set up to do well in the next six, 12 months? Strategically trim the fat. I mean, um, from a PNL. So this is strictly for founders and, and leaders. In fact, anyone who's who's um, who owns um, a part of the PNL, your your profit and loss, um, you know, um, report, you need to look at line items, um, every single line item, and see, okay, is is this really necessary? You know, that 
1,500 SEO tool subscription, is, is it really necessary? You know, what, what's the utility where we're getting off the back of it? Or it could even be, unfortunately, staff. You know, Shopify just, just let, um, they're, they're about to let go of um, 10% of their, their staff. Some people saying that the cuts are not deep enough. If you've overhired, um, you, you need to think really hard about it. Um, is the agency really necessary? Have you, you know, do you have internal... Do you have a strong internal team to, 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 to help you, you know, deliver? Can you work with, with, with freelancers to do the same job? Um, but you really need to review your budgets, renegotiate contracts, um, things are contracting. At the same time, I would still say you need to be fair when it comes to people. People are not just line items at the end of the day. So, so you have to have these hard conversations um, saying, look, I want to keep you, but, you know, this is the math here. What can we do? Can we renegotiate? Can you give fewer hours? Could this be more flexible? Because, um, you know, um, the costs are real. We're seeing, um, you know, on the back end from a supply chain standpoint, cost of raw materials, cost of transportation, shipping goods all, all gone high, you know, cost of fuel going high, your, your energy prices going high. If you were to increase it by the same margin, you'd be out of business. So I was listening very, very um, lightly to for 30 seconds. Um, I heard about McDonald's. Um, I think they have a favorite, like they have like a cheeseburger that's like 99 pence, right? And they're like, if they were to increase prices, um, so they increase the price from 99 to pound nineteen, I think. And they're like, if they were to increase prices um, by as much as their cost, it would be pounds forty. Right. So they're taking a bit of a hit from a margin standpoint because they're empathetic both um, on the back end and front end. So you have to really be you, you can't put all costs right now on your customers. So I'll just say try and renegotiate. Um, also look at your supply chain. So, so one thing, um, a very clever um, D2C business, um, you know, I'm working with now did is they they hired a contractor a supply chain contractor to just skim through the supplier market again and find alternative um, suppliers and, and get rates and they're going to take those rates to their suppliers being very transparent and say okay these are the rates we're getting from these other suppliers um we're we're not we're, we've gotten these samples from them they're just as good as what you guys you know um, are giving us um can, what what can you do you know what can you do so so it's really a negotiation you know time you know um as as a as an operator you, you need to sort of embrace I'm going to give you one extra point on that, which I'm feeling quite smug about doing this week is I was signing up for some new software, going for a yearly contract to save those two months they always give you free. Mm -hmm. And they had two payment options. One was dollars, one was euros. And I figured as currency is a little bit, you know, moving at the moment, I'll see what they both work out as. 150 quid cheaper to do the euro checkout than the dollar checkout. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and the whole, the overall price was about 750 pounds. So that was a big percentage. It took, wow. took it from, you know, like a 900 pound down to a 750. So check your currency options as well, people. Right. Um, kind of, that was a, a brilliant um, piece of advice. So trim the fat, be hard nosed, look at your costs, see where you could, where you can trim your expenses. Um, what's our second tip? I would uh, I'll talk about segmentation. You know, segmentation is crucial, absolutely crucial now than, than anything. 
I'm not just talking about, you know, segmenting by, you know, by, by the general repeat customers or um, by first time customers and returning customers. I'm, I'm actually talking about from a more psychographic or more emotional, motivational um, standpoint. You know, they say people vote to their wallets, right? So looking back, let's say your purchase frequency on a 12 month period is is one. Um, so people... 60% or 70% of your customer base will come back to buy from your brand once a year, you know, once in, you know, once every year. And you know that there's some 20% of, 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 of them, your, 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 your most active customers are, are buying two or three times a year. What you want to do is find out who those customers are. So based on, um, they, I love what they do in Reveal, the Omni Convert guys. You know, they talk about um, platonic. Um, they talk about like your lovers. They, they sort of segment customers by by relationships, right? And they have like you know platonic friends, um, acquaintances, and all of that stuff. But you want to get, you want to speak to your most loyal customers, segment them, and find out. In fact, this is two tips. You you just don't segment. Find out what they're going through right now. Why are you not purchasing or why have you purchased? Why are you still doing what you want to do with us? Um, why are you still, you know, patronizing us? Um, ask them really hard questions. Um, what is your discretionary, what, what you know, what, what does your budget look like? Some really, really hard, hard questions, but you, you want to do it buy segments and, and um, purchase frequency on RFM analysis will help you. So recency, um, which is, you know, how recent have they, you know, purchased, you know, frequencies, this is how you just segment and then the monetary value, you know, on the people, the, the highest spenders, but you, you just don't do one. Definitely work on recency frequency. So the guys who, you know, um, so, so, so the parts of your database that, um, you know, purchase a lot more, you know, um, than others, and then by monetary value, you know, by, by the average order of value, it could be a very simple segmentation. You could split it out in, in two ways or three ways, but from there you ask them questions and then you send them very tailored offers based on the insights you've got from those surveys. So, so the primary thing you should do now from a marketing standpoint is, is really from your perspective, from an RFM's perspective, you know, split out your, 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 your customer list, um, figure out those people who've even churned, um, send them a survey to find out why they've churned and then start to make adjustments from your offer and your product. And, and, and that will lead on to my next tip, if that makes sense. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. So guys, those of you listening, we've just merged two tips together there. So one is to segment your customers. So you can make sure you're sending them the right messages at the right time, not just to buy, but also to make sure you're resonating with what they're thinking about at the moment. And then the third tip, number three, was survey your customers. You need to know what they're thinking about right now, why they are buying, why they're not buying, all that great qualitative data to help you tailor your marketing to meet with them. So, uh, Kanli, what's number four? It's down to products, your SKUs. A lot of shoppers are shopping for value, right, uh, at this point in time. So 
my 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 tip here is create SKUs that actually deliver these actual products that deliver more value. So it could be you know bigger value packs, it could be discount bundles, it could be smaller packs for lower AOV purchases. Um, in the CPG space, you know they're reducing the um, you know some packaging and keeping prices the same the same way they are. Um, and that way people still get a bit of a hit, you know, that they're used to, but, you know, they, they, they don't really feel it on, on price. So just focus again, when you get back to what customers actually feel from your survey, you can make adjustments to your products and your SKU. So you may not necessarily need to change the functionality or your product itself, you know, the constituents of your product itself, but you, you could change, you know, um, the way it's presented, the the quantity, and you know, offer bigger value so people save, right? So it's it's really understanding that um, you know just the sentiments of your customers, and then adjusting your SKUs to their needs. There's there's a brand you know I was working with. They have um, two packages. Um, they have um, a a set of SKUs that um, are over about. $250 or so. And they have another set of SKUs um, that serve another function that are about less than $100, you know, when you want to buy the packs. And where they've been putting a lot of focus now, like never before, have been the under $100 products. And that seems to be, it's obviously more work, more traffic, more fulfillment, but that just keep, seems to be keeping them a bit busy. Not to say that they, they, they're not contracting, but if they did their marketing and um, the, the execution of um, their, the presentation of their SKUs the, the, the same way they did it last year or two years ago, um, they would have shrunk a lot more. So they, they, they're just focusing on products that um, their customers can afford at this point in time and putting that focus there because they, they understand that, look, um, no one's going to buy, you know, an over 250 or 300 plus, um, not many people are going to do that now, except a very special group of customers who they then give discounts to for buying the higher, you know, AOV products. So they're rewarding, um, you know, those group of customers um, for, for, for just spending more money at the high end. And then they're, they're, they're seemingly giving better value through, you know, value packs at the lower end. And also, you know, sort of increasing, you know, um, some AOV there when they put the value packs there so it's it's just an adjustment really and um the more nimble you are um the the better so if like you're sitting on on a, on a lot of stock now in your warehouse it might be difficult to to do that but um if you could bundle things up and create new SKUs, you you may be able to um you know sell more and um you know move um move inventory a lot faster I love this tip because I think a lot of people just think, oh, customers want value. We better do some discounts. But actually, what they may want is to be able to buy a month's worth rather than six months worth. Or they might want to buy two instead of five. So that that average order value comes down. So I think, you know, these bundles can be can be so good. And, you know, you can bundle low margin products with high margin products and give a bit of a discount and overall your margin still protected. So there's so much potential in that tip. So I really love that one. What's our what's our number five then? Our number five is find and establish a top of funnel attention and traffic source over the next 12 months. A lot of us are hooked on um, one or two traffic sources. Typically, we buy ads, right? We'd buy ads from, from Google, um, buy ads from Facebook, and, you know, we're running, we're running a business. And, and it's, it's worked over the years, and it will continue to work. 
It's just that, um, you know, um, cost markers a CAC or cost acquisition cost uh, will continue to go high. I was looking at um, an account um, two days ago and um, CPM for, for that account had jumped in the last three years from about $6.50 to about $17, right? Although, although we have to, the caveat here is conversion rates have actually improved. So Facebook, Google, definitely send in less traffic. CPMs are higher in most cases, at least the, the accounts I'm, I'm, you know, have access to CPCs, cost per click, so certainly higher, but, but we're seeing better conversion rates, you know, year on year, no doubt, no doubt. However, I believe that commerce, if you're in commerce, you should be a publisher. You should be able to build a community, right? And the two ways of building community are consistently creating content that attracts your, your your customer avatar, your audience avatar, and then layering that with events, with experiential events. And these events could be at the lowest level, online events, and at um, the, the most intimate level, in-person events. So just having that balance of creating content and when i mean creating content um at the most basic level it could be a blog it all depends on who you're speaking with right if you're speaking with um gen z uh with a gen z audience um with an attention span of you know 15 seconds then a blog post or a blog post strategy might not necessarily be your best route it might be creating a tiktok channel and actually growing it you know working with with um with a creator or a, you know an army of creators to, to actually build up that tiktok presence if however you know um you're you're speaking to a 50 plus audience a blog strategy might actually work you know because you know most 50 plus um you know um, people read so so understand your audience and and then build a content platform over the next 12, 12 months with a target on, you know, how big do you, do you want your audience to, to be? Now, there are challenges, obviously, to this. There are cost challenges, um, there, there are expertise challenges you have to be aware of. But if you don't do it, the overall value of your brand will be diminished because some other competitor out there, you know, has a content marketing plan. I'm not talking about content marketing plan for SEO. I'm talking about a content marketing plan to actually build an attentive audience. And then you convert that audience into, into zero and first party data, which you own and you control. And, you know, that then becomes a, a you know, a conversion, an actual transactional conversion in the long term. So, if you do not have like a, a, a baseline top of funnel platform right now that's you know giving you consistent attention to a group of people, you should you should definitely you know invest. It could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube channel, and, and not just a YouTube channel, just demoing and selling your products. It's actually valuable content that um, your existing base will value run a survey again, you know, what kind of content actually, who do you listen to? Who do you watch on YouTube? What are your top YouTube channels, for instance? If you run a a survey to your existing base, you know, asking them their top, you know, YouTube channels, their top TikTok channels, what have you, or Instagram, who do you follow? You could then um, sort of design a, a very 
curated and custom content experience for them. I do think that um, you know brands need to embrace that, and and it, it would be easier to control, and um, your CAC would definitely go lower. Your retargeting on those platforms would be easier. So I work with the with a brand that has a million YouTube channels, and what they do, sorry, YouTube subscribers, sorry, and what they do is um, they retarget their audience, and it's much cheaper than going cold. It's much more effective you know cpas are much lower and um it built this over the last seven years but it's it's the biggest by far their biggest asset okay thanks connie that's been an amazing list of five things uh, we should all be doing right now in our business and i love that last one such potential for creativity there which is a really nice counter to some of the other the other tips um all of you listening you we will share in the show notes the link to that original linkedin post that has the full 10 tips you can go and dive through all of those and remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Connie's insider tips um and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve your business even further This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your online store and tech stack. Request a demo at klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Connie, so far we've gone deep into how to, or your five tips, I suppose, on how to avoid a sales slump at the moment. Um, And now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of e-commerce. So for the following questions, your your answer can be anything to do with e-commerce, which of course includes everything we've already been talking about. So are you ready for these? I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Empathy. I think I think empathy is a superpower. Just taking your time to to understand what motivates an audience, you know, to understand um, what will motivate a, a conversion, um, and even after the conversion, to understand when there is a problem, you know, post purchase. Um, just doing the right thing will lead to a long lasting e commerce brand. Um, understanding who you're selling to and not just saying who hey you know not just going to youtube and looking at those those chaps any if you hear anybody say how to make x in e-commerce or how i made x in this store they don't really care they care about themselves about you know them making money rather than the customer the problem you're trying to solve you need to solve problems right and and empathy it all starts with empathy I love that answer. So, so true. Uh, Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Speaking to customers all the time, all the time, regardless of where you are. If like, if the bell, the notification bell of um, sales through through Shopify dripping right now and you're like, okay, I've got a sale and you're celebrating every single sale right now, you need to speak to your customers. And um, if as you scale up 
the chain. You need to create systems that ask really, really relevant questions to your customers. Post-purchase surveys, um, one super, super hack, um, using like, um, you know, post-survey, um, you know, apps like Enquire Labs to just ask, how do you hear about us? You know, um, what can we do better? Um, would you like to have a chat with us? You know, and, and getting those logs from your, you know, customer support, um, you know, chats and actually going through them will will, will help you. You know, um, it, would, it would inform your, your, um, your next products. It would inform how you, how you, um, your copywriting, how you speak to customers in, in marketing communications. Um, yeah, just listen to your customers again. It's back to empathy. Yeah, if you, if you ever don't know what the answer is, go and speak to the customers. They, they've got it. They've got all the answers. Um, okay, if someone listening wants to learn more about what we've been talking about today, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Um, it's a very, very good question. Um, LinkedIn. <laughs> <Pardon, laughs> There's the a lot of good chat going on on LinkedIn at the yes, moment around um, these topics, isn't my, there? My secret to LinkedIn is um, create hashtags and follow hashtags on LinkedIn. It's it's a treasure treasure trove. What I did, I I I I got the script that unfollowed everybody. <laughs> I said like every single contact, and then I rebuilt who to follow again. You're you're part of it. You're one of the first people I refollowed. And Are then you cut all the people you were following. So everybody's still a contact, but I just unfollowed everybody. It was like a clean slate. Right. Like and muting everybody, basically. It was like a mute. So you, so with LinkedIn, you you know, there are like two levels of connections. You could follow mm-hmm. and then you could connect. And then you could connect and then you could unfollow. Right. So when you're sort of oh. connecting with an influencer, most of the time you'd see if they're set up as a creator, you could follow them. Right. Uh, meaning you, you still can't private message them. But when I have you as a connection on LinkedIn, I could private message you, you know, um, it's on there. But I could still unfollow what you um, what you post. So somebody gave put out a script on LinkedIn like two months ago and, and then I just tried it. And then I still had all my connections, but I unfollowed the, the entire thing. And um, I slowly rebuilt and started to be more conscious as to what was on my feed. Obviously things have gone, gotten out of hand again um, because it's very hard to manage. It's it's another job essentially. But um, yeah, sometimes just purge and um, re reassess. But LinkedIn is an excellent resource. I've done, I've been doing less and less of t- Twitter these days. Um, I've been, personally, I just found it a bit, I don't know, negative with the threads it's ego driven you know um uh, but for linkedin i still think there's there's quality there's a lot of quality stuff also just be aware there's a really good book just stolen focus by johan harry it, it lets you question what we're doing um because it, it talks about how mindless we can be if we allow technology take over our our lives and I know it has nothing to do with <laughs> what we're talking about. It's but, good though. But when you buy ads, obviously um, it's within that tech ecosystem of social media. Just be aware that, you know, some people buying your stuff are actually hooked to, to those ecosystems. Um, so it just gives you that awareness. So, so, so when I'm like on LinkedIn and I'm just mindlessly scrolling on Instagram, just the insights from that book, just reminds me that, oh, you know, you might, you need to stop, stop, take control, 
Just take control. Step back from mm-hmm. the mobile phone. Mm-hmm. Um, loving those pieces of advice. Thank you very much. The last of our questions, though, is it's finally crystal ball time. What is coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? The economy will get better. Not in the next six to nine months, but I think in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, the next six to, to, to nine months, um, unfortunately, they're going to be there's going to be contraction. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. It's a recession at the moment. We should hopefully recover. You know, I'm, I'm not into politics and everything. Um, it all depends on, you know, geopolitics, lots of it. Um, so just, just brace yourself. Just um, stay healthy. Brace yourself for it. Um, be, be very mentally you know, agile. Only consume. Um, don't be addictive to, to the news. Um, just consume what, you know, just control your consumption of information um, and know that we've been through these cycles in the past. Um, 2008 was the last one. E-commerce was what was was nothing to where it is now. Um, so we should be thankful that the, the, the e-commerce industry is where it is now. From my assessment, it's grown 6x in, in the last um, 14 years. Um, so recessions are meant to happen. But if you go with some of the tips, you know, I've, I've given you survive in 12 to 18 months, um, things should should hopefully stabilize. I hope it's not a, a long stretch of, um, you know, I mean, if interest rates continue to, to go high, then it's going to affect, you know, discretionary income significantly, you know, the cost of, um, you know, finance or of money um, going up. So, so let's just um, brace ourselves. Um, don't spend more than um, you, you, you make and um, yeah, just, just be, 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 be disciplined really. I love that. Gunley, and it fits so well with with what we've been talking about all episodes. So um, we are now very, very nearly at the end of the show. So let the listeners know, please, where they can get hold of you and your business and what you're up to and all that oh, kind of good stuff. All right. Um, so um, I'm a co-founder of Octillion Capital Partners. We um, we acquire um, food and beverages brands and um, you know health and beauty um, brands that want to improve the way we live you know so what we do is we we buy clean brands so clean beauty brands um if you're trying to solve um you know the obesity problem adhd problem through good nutrition and you're looking to sell your business you know um please speak with us um i'm most active on on linkedin as you can imagine you could you know find me on um octelian capitalpartners.com or just kunley at octillioncapitalpartners.com or even 2x e-commerce my, my my podcast um on there very happy to to have a chat you know have a virtual coffee with with anybody yes and 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 that's me or just just google um kunley campbell but but yeah linkedin is is where i um where, where I'm, I'm most active on and um you could just get me through email and we'll do a zoom call Excellent. Love that offer. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We'll make sure all those links go into the show notes for you. And and as always, it's awesome catching up with you. So um, so thanks for sparing the time to come on the show. Thank you so much, Chloe, for having me on. Appreciate it. Just loving um, those insider tips. I, I love the fact that he was talking about how you can look up, you, you need to remember to look after yourself better because it's really easy in these tricky times to get utterly obsessed with your business and forget that a really important part of your business is that you are healthy and happy. Um, so make sure you're doing that. And then there were those five tips we shared, which was to trim the fat. So Anyone who owns a PL in the business, get them looking at how they can trim the fat. There's, I bet you there is money you could be saving 
every single month. Um, Secondly, look at segmenting your your customers. Get to grips with the segments that are important to you, the segments that offer you opportunity, and then survey them, but survey the segments independently so you find out what's important to them right now. Should you be talking to them about value? Are they looking to do you know, big multi-buys that will last them for six months or do they need that price point coming down? Uh, That then, of course, not only influences your marketing messages and what you're doing there, but it also influences our number four, which was look at your SKUs, create new SKUs that, that deliver value. So bundles and packs and discounts and things that fit with what your customers want at the moment. Uh, Then number five was invest in top of funnel activity, that big content play that uh, Cunley was talking about and go kind of experimental, have a bit of fun. That's the one where you get to have a bit of fun right now. Um, We have put the links to all of that in the show notes on the website, including, of course, the link I keep mentioning, which is the one that will take you to uh, the LinkedIn post that sparked this podcast episode and where there's a full 10 tips for you to dive into. Um, you can get all of that, plus the transcript of the episode, important notes and a lot more at our website, keepoptimizing.com. And we have our special director episode links. So if you just put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar, you will go straight to the correct uh, page on our website, which is kind of cool. Once you get to the website, there's two things you need to do. Uh, one, you need to make sure you're on our email list. You'll find signups all over the place because then you'll get our up to the minute updates on all the other things we share to help you improve your business and sign up for our monthly Q&A webinar because I've invited all our guests from this month back to join me for a live Q&A session where you can get your questions answered about just what you should be doing to make sure you have the most successful possible end to this year. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast, our whole set of episodes about what you need to know to be ready for this year's holiday season is now live. So please do have a listen to them all and make sure your research and prep is much easier because you've just listened to these podcasts and they've given you everything you need to know. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday when we'll be starting our series of three shows about marketplaces. Uh, Only three shows on that next month because we'll be rounding out the month of September with our famous Black Friday Top Tips episode. So that is coming very soon too. To make sure you don't miss out on all of that, make sure you're subscribed to us or following us on your favourite podcast player. And why not sign up to our emails too because then you'll get updates as well. If you know someone who's particularly interested in improving their e-commerce business at the moment, please let them know all the things we're covering because this show exists to help you and them improve their marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.